Do you listen to all the experts on podcasts and think, no wonder they're experts. They're awesome. They're smart. They're... Stop right there. You're awesome. You have a story to tell, and there really is no one like you. Fellow normal humans, Dahlia Ramahi and Jordan Dreyer share what they've learned in hopes of inspiring you to find your unique voice. This is the Blooming Voices Podcast. Go to bloomingvoices.com for more information. Now let's get to it. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Blooming Voices Podcast. I'm Jordan Dreyer. And I'm Dahlia Ramahi, and we are super excited to have you with us today, as always. So yes, let's we, get to it. We're going to talk about what can we do instead of being the keyboard warriors, as Dahlia likes to say. Yeah, because, hashtag warriors, hashtag warriors. <laughs> so, or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. like, yeah, I mean, if you've seen the news, they're overturning Roe v. Wade, which means... Yeah. Abortion is already illegal in, like, 23 states because they had these trigger laws set. Yeah. And, like, this doesn't mean that abortions will stop. It means that healthy, safe abortions will stop, and that means that people will die from their coat hanger abortions or whatever else. I don't know because I've never— And Republicans seem fully content with that happening, so— And, like, it's just sad and really dumb and, and, and so— And frustrating and maddening. Instead of feeling powerless— like, for me, I'm recently learning a world of volunteering. And, like, for example, I've recently started volunteering at the animal shelter. And I don't know why, but all my life I thought, like, if I was going to change the world, I had to do it alone. I don't know. Mm-hmm. For some reason, that was just my idea. Like, I got to do this, and I'm going to have to make an organization myself, and I'm going to... But yeah. no, like, there are other things that exist that I can join, like Planned Parenthood or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. So... And- that's... So, okay, so let's get into why did you want, okay, even with the pet thing, with dogs, I love dogs, by the way, and I think that's such a yeah. wonderful thing to volunteer for, a cause. Uh, what made you, like, what triggered, like, oh, you know what, because, you know, you've been a certain way your whole life, yeah. what finally triggered you to take action, be like, you know what, F it, I'm going to go volunteer and do something. Well, I really think it's just the influence of, like, the people around me, because I, yes. I, I have yeah. people that... Like, I mean, most of them are older and they have more time than me. Yeah. But like I have time right now. And but anyway, a lot of people I know, it's like they're volunteering at this place called Sova, which is like a food pantry. And um, there's other people. I mean, even just oceanfront cleanup stuff. Like I've always thought, well, that'd be kind of cool. But I've just in the past when I was doing closed captioning and working on the weekends, I could never do that kind of stuff. But now. And so another thing is because I have free weekends for the first time in my life, I've always worked jobs where I never actually had the weekend off. Um, I'm like, I've got more time and I could volunteer. And I mean, of course, you can volunteer on Mondays and Tuesdays if that's your weekend. And the animal shelter is it does have shifts for that. But I just, in a way, feel like I do have more time. And it's, yeah, that show me who your friends are and I'll show you who you are kind of thing. Yeah. Where, because I'm meeting so many more people that volunteer and do stuff. They are influencing me and making me aware of, oh, I can do stuff. And, and like, I can also join other people and not have to be alone and actually try to make a difference. Even if sometimes I'm like, well, in the end, it's just a drop in the ocean. And But, like, that's kind of what you have to do. Just like um, my sister and I love gr- Make Your Garden Grow, the ending song from Candide. And like, or the if you've read the book in general, like, because it's about this guy that thinks life is wonderful and stuff. And then he has like a bunch of really strange adventures that show him that the world is pretty cruel. And um, by the end, 
they're like, well, the best thing we can do is make our own bread and make our own clothes and make our own garden pretty and just try to do our best. Yeah, uh, that's beautiful. I think that's awesome. And you're absolutely right. I just want to, I just agree with all the stuff that you just said. You are the sum of the five people you hang out with the most. And, um, you know, they always say that uh, for money as well, you are, you are, your, your net worth is the equivalent of the five people you are closest with. Because if you, the way, the point is you all rise together mm-hmm. or you stay in a low vibrational energy together or you stay stale. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, uh, it's really important that, you know, you surround yourself with the kind of people that are in alignment with your values. And I don't mean like to exclude everyone else, but for example, if volunteering is important to you, then you start to find other people who are like you and also like to volunteer without you even realizing it, right? So it's not like, you know, you stepped into it by coincidence because that was a desire you always had. When you were ready, you called that experience into yourself. And so you met the people that kind of set the path or like that encouragement that whatever you know what I mean to get you going and but back to what you said in the very beginning being a keyboard warrior might make us feel good in the moment especially when it comes to online trends or Mm -hmm. expressing your rage and having an outlet for it there's nothing wrong with it I'm not knocking it but what do you do after what do you do once the moment has passed do we wait for another moment and get angry all over again and then do nothing again Mm -hmm. or do we do something and what the something you can do starts with yourself, small. Like Jordan said, you don't have to go big right away. Your mission isn't to save the whole world. It's to create change right from where you are. Yes, talking of small, like, because that's one reason why I chose the animal shelter, because that was part of your original question. And I was like, it seems more doable for me. I'm still, a, I don't know why, I'm, I, I am honestly afraid of working at a soup kitchen or something. I don't know, I'm like afraid of disease or something. And that sounds like, yeah, that's oh, stereotypes and stuff okay. like that. And There's no or, judgment. That's just, uh, just a fear that you have. That's Or okay. like, I don't know, afraid of like very violent people or something like that. But at least at an oh. animal shelter, like it's easier. People are there for a happy reason most of the time. And so, well, you know what? As, as long as you're challenging your beliefs, you're aware of them, you will resolve whatever it is is holding you back from mm-hmm. doing all the things that you want. Remember, our fears are partly from the irrational stories that we've heard around us and other people, people's fears and insecurities that we have adopted, right? Mm-hmm. So if we have a fear of something, we can challenge it a little bit like, why? But just having that self-awareness is that positive step forward because you having that self-awareness was enough to just start you getting in the in the motion of volunteering. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So I think that's awesome. And remember, like, guys, it always goes back to what can you do in this moment to be better, to contribute something better. And sometimes it starts with self-awareness, nothing else. Yeah. Just being self-aware of who you are, your beliefs. If you want to change the world, yeah, change yourself kind of thing. Yeah, you you know, there's a saying where, like, you know, when I was young, I don't know the exact quote, but I'm sure some of you have heard it, you know what I'm talking about. When I was young, I wanted to change the world. When I was, like, an adult, I wanted to... um, change my community around me and like as and when you grow old you start saying I just want to change myself for the better so like you become 
you know, you start out thinking, oh, I want to do all this. But reality shows you that that's not always possible. But you can get there with baby steps. It's not always big, sometimes big leaps for you. But, you know. Yeah, it is otherwise. Because, like, yeah, I, I too, like, wanted to change the world, like, in seventh grade. Me too, but yeah. it's like it is overwhelming and it's enough to make you want to stop and do nothing and yeah. make you very because sad you and depressed. Yeah. If yeah. you're a very empathetic person, you'll you'll be like, there's just too much. And so here's it, what here's my yeah. rule of thumb. This is how uh, I deal with it, because I feel very deeply and I'm so sensitive to what goes on around me that I have to limit the external stimulation mm-hmm. I you know, consume or engage in because it just, it hurts so much. Okay. Yeah. And, um, some person in one of my accountability groups said, Oh, are you an empath? And I said, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like these labels, I, I don't hold much weight to actual labels of what I am or mm-hmm. what we are. You know what I mean? So, but the point is I feel very deeply and, um, I, I realized that for me personally, you know, if I'm being better today than I was yesterday, then I'm doing something positive because that's going to impact the next person I connect with, the next person I encounter. So if every day I'm choosing to be a little bit better, then you are changing your world and someone else's when you connect with them. Yeah, that works? just like those email chains that used to exist. Um, I remember one of them because, I mean, I, I never know if any of these are real stories, but one of them was like, I said hi to a kid going home on the bus and uh, and he was so surprised or something like that. And, it, and then he came back to me on Monday and was like, you said hi to me and that changed my life. I was planning to go home to kill myself. And, and yeah. just because you were nice to me, like made me think exactly. I don't have to kill myself. And so, I mean, if, if even if it's not a real story, something like that could happen. Whereas like, because you, you smiled at somebody and they were having a really bad day and just that one thing... So this is how you change the world in small ways. Exactly. It's about the simple moments. It's about showing up every day. It's about consistency. It's about trying your best and knowing that it's good enough, even when you think you failed or uh, stumbled backwards. It's okay, you know? And when we talk about issues like Roe, ah, like man, don't get me started. I am angry, mm-hmm. but I have to stop and pause and check my anger, right? Because I know I'm very triggered, just like a lot of women are, because we live in a patriarchal society, and it's so fucking irritating. Mm-hmm. I cursed. I apologize if that offended anyone, but I don't care, <laughs> okay? I Not that I don't care about your feelings. I just don't care, okay? Yeah. I'm cursing. Anyway, I don't need to say it. I just feel like such a prude when I have to apologize. But yeah. anyway, but my point is, it makes me angry. I personally get triggered because I don't like the idea of someone controlling what I do. I don't like someone, especially a man, saying he knows better for me. Okay? And I know that there are lots of women out there, but it goes beyond that. The men making decisions aren't doctors. The men making decisions aren't in your household. They are not your husbands. They are not your brothers or your fathers or your sons. They are other people's fathers, brothers, and sons. And they're telling us, all of us, what we should be doing. 
And that I know. pisses or, me off. I, what really makes me annoyed is when they think that that really abort like women get abortions like candy. And it's like, oh, I don't. Oh, want because to, they want to like, have sex. They can't keep uh, it in their pants. So if they I know. get pregnant, they want to be able to get rid of it easily and but live then, life. Because they don't men do they that. They really do like overlook all. So I went to some kind of little rally on Sunday, and this one lady was like, "Look, I really wanted this second child." And then we found that it wasn't going to be viable. It was going to be stillborn as it was born. And so we decided to abort. And like, because it wasn't going to be, she didn't want to carry something that wasn't even going to be alive once it came yeah. out. And why create, why, why make the woman suffer that? Yeah. Way? Like, why? The body is a beautiful, amazing creation that God gave us. It is so self regulating. It knows how to take care of itself. That's why we have an immune system. The organs know how to function. You don't command your body to breathe. It just does. You don't command your heart to breathe, it, breathe like beat. It just does. So if there is a pregnancy that is not viable, the body wants to abort it, and it happens through miscarriages. So you're saying that even those women are awful beings, awful human beings, because they have miscarriages? Like, I just <laughs> read an article yesterday about how women, especially in places like Texas, are feeling like doctors uh, look at them accusingly if they go in for a miscarriage, if they find out they have a miscarriage, because uh. it's like, why did you have a miscarriage? Was it done on purpose? Well, like, 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 like a miscarriage a, is ever done on purpose. A, like freaking grip America like seriously get a grip I know that there are so many people out there who will want white babies yeah. if you can't have your own that's God's will isn't it you don't need to force other women to have babies they don't necessarily want or can have and then assume that they're going to adopt them and give them your white baby I know that's what's happening yeah, there was some pictures some people were sharing on Facebook of like people with signs being like, "We will adopt your baby," all smiling and it's and so like, disgusting. you know, like what about the four hundred thousand plus babies? Yeah, that's what and they were kids in the foster about. system already in the system. Like, get a grip. You want you want to adopt people's white babies? That's exactly. what it's about. And you haven't. And the people doing that, I guarantee you, they never have even an intention intention to actually adopt. It's just something they do for attention. Yeah, to show we are so pious pro-life, or whatever. No, pro-life. We care yeah. about life. Uh, it's just annoying. And I, but like, yeah, again, what can you do? Like advocacy, Volunteer, use calling other mm-hmm. people, getting out. The, it is like, uh, I know and so many voting. people. Yeah, vote. Guys, I was voting. just going to say. Voting, like, voting, like, voting. Because voting. so many people, even my age, are like, I don't know. I don't vote because I don't see a point in it. And. And like I, I was like that too. But I, I mean, I, I am still like that. But I still have always voted since I could vote since I was eighteen. Even if I feel like maybe I'm not making a difference, I am still voting. And like you and have to. And just remember, to. in a democracy, we get the leaders we deserve. And when we don't participate in the democracy, you have no right to sit there bitching. About I know. The That's what I tell everybody. When you like did not participate. be like, well, you didn't vote, then you can't complain. And we're not going to be like the Republicans who try to steal an election or change the outcome if they don't get the vote that they want. You know, this reminds me of, you know, how like these same people, these same Republicans complain about uh, uh, people who support Democrats as being woke, which is mm-hmm. which is a, a derogatory term that they use. Right. Yeah. But uh, it's a commie. They're more they more they're more aligned with uh uh, commie, 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 commieism, because <laughs> they always say commies. They're they're more aligned with uh, the authoritarianism of communism than any Democrat out there. Okay, mm. 
there's nothing wrong with socialist policies that they benefit from when they benefit from. They just don't want the masses to benefit I from. I know. You know, but speaking of their hypocrisy, right? We can vote. We can volunteer. We can knock on doors. The problem is when things get hard nowadays, I always see people complaining about how hard it is. You know what? If the Republicans are power and they make it that much harder to vote, stick it out and vote anyway. Good. Do yes. what you have to do. Uh-huh. Love anyway, it. I'm so fired up. Ugh. <sighs> like, come on, guys. I know. Come on. Like, like don't you have to much. believe just just the same as anything like belief, like Santa Claus. Like you have to believe that your vote is making a difference. And like you tried yeah. your hardest. You did your just like the Candide thing. You did your best. And then if it doesn't turn out that if there's, I don't know, Republicans again in office, like then try again next time and keep going until the grassroots, actual grassroots happens of like talking to your neighbors and friends and getting more and more people out because like the power has always been in the peons in the masses and stuff like that and people I think are forgetting that exactly and when the masses when when the majority of people who are wronged start to rise up and use their voices and vote in masses the minority that's trying to maintain control they freak out And that's why they enact oppressive policies like we're seeing. Because they know that the majority of the country is peaceful and responsible and doesn't want to see other people hurt. Mm -hmm. Right? So we can use our voice. All we need to do is use our voices and vote. Get out there and do the thing. And we're not just talking about voting in presidential elections. The reason we can't achieve a lot of what we uh, want is because we don't have a real majority in the Senate. But also, I mean, f- done. from what I've read, too, if, if we want to have more parties, like if the Green Party or, or whatever else is going to actually come to power, it has to start locally, like mayors yeah. and city council and state assembly or whatever yours is called, state uh, Senate or something. Yeah. <sighs> we have decided... Somewhere along the line, there's nowhere in the Constitution that says only there's only allowed to be two political parties. Yeah, there used but to be a lot. we've all just adopted that as the norm. Yes, the system is currently set up to make it hard against anyone who's a third party candidate in any on any on either side of the aisle or whatever any kind of third party candidate. But imagine if African Americans said it was it's too hard to get my rights or to vote there's got to be people that stand up and say enough is enough and Mm -hmm. and and create a new way and i'm talking about a non-violent way yeah i know i do kind of wait i'm like there's got to be some kind of messiah to to lead us and and like like martin luther king or something you know a, a person who becomes so powerful everybody wants to rally around them or even like back when we used to vote for presidents, like JFK, like people wanted to vote for him. Like today, people just vote against like Obama, a president. You know, people as as regardless of what people say about President Obama, so many people showed up to vote for him from both sides of the political aisle: Republicans and Democrats, Independents, people who were jaded by the system. And he was able to rule scandal-free for eight years, really bringing us all together. Who are the people that hated that? The people who want to keep us divided Mm -hmm. and don't want to see a stronger, thriving, diverse America. Mm -hmm. So, and controlling women, you know, just going back to this point of Roe v. Wade, controlling women is a huge part of that. 
So use your voices, volunteer, and don't be afraid about doing what's popular. Or what's not popular. No, I mean doing what's popular. Don't be afraid of, yeah, what did I just try to say? You know what I'm trying to say. Doing, like, don't be afraid of doing what's not popular. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go against so, the grain and exactly. that kind of stuff. Like, I mean, so truth. like my, so yeah, my takeaway is I want to get more involved in well, I have so many things I want to fight for. So I do need to make a list. I, I began to make baby one. Steps, baby yeah, steps. Yeah, like, because it's like, I still have, I don't know, for me, climate change is the number one issue. And then... Oh, and the like, Supreme Court's upset to rule on something about that uh, as well. Oh, so really? we have to see what they say. Like, because mm-hmm. if we don't have, you know, an earth, then there's no point to the rest of these problems. And, but like, getting involved with something abortion related, maybe even if it's like once a month, I think I could do that. And something, yeah, there you I don't know, go. calling, it's it's awkward and weird. Or some people may like, I don't know, I don't want to mail things. How boring. But maybe you'll find something in the organization that you join that has like, maybe even if it's just copying and printing or, or taking things to the post, like you can do it. You know, and, and, and it makes a huge difference, believe it or not. I'll give you a quick example uh, of something that I experienced one time I volunteered at a shelter, and there was uh, a domestic abuse victim. Mm. And all I did was um, hand out water, help around. Uh, it was only for a day that I volunteered. Mm-hmm. And I smiled, tried to talk to people. And I didn't engage anybody in their actual story mm-hmm. uh, because there was a lot of people who were traumatized there. And that I, I wasn't going to be like, what's your deal? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, what kind of help do you need? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's none of my business, but I was there to be supportive. And a woman came up to me and she said that uh, my smile uplifted her. And she was happy that she came because she felt warmth and she hasn't experienced warmth in a long time. And uh, and another quick story is I remember when uh, uh, President Obama was first running in 2008 and everybody was you know, trying to say he was an other, he's not really an American, blah, 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 blah. I was so fired up by that because it's not fair to sit there questioning someone's... Parentage. Just their their citizenship, yeah. just who, their existence, who they are, because, they're, they're, because you classify them as other from you. You know, I know people couldn't so, get over there. Like his middle name is Hussein. That's a bad and sign. He must be a Muslim and he's black and yeah. he can't be our president. Like it was so disgusting. And so I was driven to go volunteer. And one of the things I did was canvas, you know, back then mm-hmm. you go door to door. You still do that now. But like it was so popular. And so I went door to door in my local area and um, it wasn't my actual you know, area was a little bit more west, and and that area tended to be more Republican. Mm. And um, I remember one guy, my sister, it was my twin sister and I, we went as a pair because we didn't want to do it alone. Yeah. And so when I went to this guy and I said, hey, blah, 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 vote for President Obama, he literally looked at the flyer, spit on it, and said, I will never vote for a black person for president. And I'm like, oh, gross. And I looked at him, I'm like, you're so gross. You know what I mean? And I was so angry. I left. I went to the house next door and I'm like, okay, let me change my approach. And so again, he's like, well, I'm a Republican, blah, 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 blah. And so, and I'm like, can you tell me what you are against? And so we just had this conversation and he was so receptive to it because sometimes you just have to change your approach. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so like, but my point is, 
I found different ways that I can use my voice productively, not try to force my views on anybody, but yeah. try to be of service so that I can achieve positive outcomes that I desired. The soft sell. So anyway. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so that's where we're going with it, guys. I hope that this helped you. Just remember, you have a voice. Use it. You know, do more than just getting on social media. That's a great outlet to start. But then follow it up with some meaningful actions. Yeah. If you have, like I always think about Full Metal Alchemist, like if you, you have strong legs, use them. Like go Ooh, nice. do something. Yeah. And because if you're still alive, you can still do something, basically. You're not useless until you're dead. And Yeah, you, and if you're, if you're a great writer... Uh, create blogs um, go raise awareness somehow volunteer your time at organizations to write um, newsletters or something like there's so much you can do mm-hmm. nice one yeah i love that jordan good good, good. all right yeah. so all right, i hope that you are inspired and if you want to share anything with us or maybe how you started to volunteer somewhere or what you want to do next we have an email and we have twitter and instagram they are all on the um, bio thing that comes after this and <laughs> um, uh, so blooming voices podcast at gmail.com blooming voices.com and uh, yes thank you so much for listening we look forward to hearing from you bye. bye that's our show didn't get enough of the twins go to bloomingvoices.com for more information and let us know what you thought of the episode twitter instagram email we've got the works we'll see you next wednesday 